Welcome to Talk Wealth to Me, a safe space podcast where we chat about anything and everything related to personal finance. The information contained in this podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only. It does not constitute as accounting, legal, tax, or other professional advice. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Talk Wealth to Me, the NCAA edition. Phil, good morning, buddy. Good morning, Chase. How's it going? The reason I decided to bring this up is uh, you had told me about two weeks ago that you hadn't filled out any brackets and that you weren't going this to year. this year. I didn't. And and now I feel like, man, I should have filled one out. It had gotten busted. Well, it would have been busted. Why should you have filled one out? I donated basically 50 bucks to two different pools. Uh, and that includes two pool, two brackets by my son who thinks he's a bracketologist. And <laughs> his, I was done after the first two days. I mean, it was it was brutal, and I think that goes for a lot of people that their brackets were busted by all the different upsets that there were, especially uh, the the is it Saint Peter's? Oh, this year's Cinderella team. Yeah, you know, and the only reason I think I wish I had filled one out is because it makes the whole tournament more exciting. If you're kind of tracking it, even after you've gotten beat, you go back to see how. It's all kind of falling into place. And this year I didn't fill one out. It was just kind of SDSU was gone. And then the whole tournament was, I'm barely picking it back up. Well, in one of my brackets, I had SDSU went in the whole thing. Uh, and that's when I decided I would go in and get a different bracket, another bracket in that same pool and do a, a real bracket because uh, I had a feeling that SDSU wasn't going to win the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> and it's too bad because they're a really good basketball team. They're not even my school, but I feel like they are since I've lived here for 25 years. Uh, and I was there for the very beginning of Steve Fisher's era when he became head coach. Uh, the then, uh, well, the Viejas Arena, which was then the Cox Arena, uh, was brand new and it was beautiful, state of the art building. And I was doing camera at the time. And I made a little extra money doing SDSU basketball games. And there were like 15 people in the stands. <laughs> how times have changed. Yes. How times have changed. Now the place is a sellout all the time. It's a hard ticket to get. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're I remember they used good. to give tickets away. Absolutely. Are you a country music fan? I love country music. That's my genre right there. It, me too. I mean, I, I love it. In fact, the guy we're going to talk about is somebody that I really want to see in concert. And apparently so did a lot of people in San Antonio. And it seems that they're not they're not going to at least <laughs> they're this not Saturday. Gonna get to. <laughs> I can't believe he's not gonna just eat it and do another makeup concert. So I've seen him in concert. He's a great concert. You, you have. really do gotta see him out there. Yeah. I guess we should say who it is. Yeah, well, I, I love Eric Church's music, and he actually came up on my Spotify wrapped as one of my top artists last year. Uh, so I listen to him a lot. I don't know how I feel about about the situation of him canceling his concert in San Antonio, though. Well, I mean, you want to talk about somebody that is is that this is an ultimate fan uh, growing up in North Carolina. Uh, just outside of Charlotte, about an hour out of Charlotte, uh, has been a lifelong Tar Heels fan there at uh, University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, um, you know, where 
Michael Jordan went and some of the greatest basketball players ever, Dean Smith. I mean, it's a legendary program, blue blood program, as you would mention. It's also Coach K's last year, Mike Shushevsky. Last yeah, year, Duke. With they get Duke, to play against Duke, the two, and they are there's no bigger rivalry rivalry in probably any sport, but especially in college sports. I was surprised they never Duke. faced off in the final four before, never this. faced off in a final four. And this year, they're going to. Um, but so with it being Mike Shushevsky's last hurrah, them being in the final four, Eric Church can't miss this one live. <laughs> it is a big game to his defense. It is a big game. I'm not even a, that big of a, I'm not a fan of either of the two teams, but it, I see the significance behind it. Plus with Krzyzewski's last year, uh, you know, he's NBA or he's a basketball hall of famer, like two times over Yeah, uh, gold, gold medals. People speak um, with him in the John Wooden voice yeah which is high, aside high, from wooden he, he's second on on the all-time ncaa championship list only two wooden so you know he's he's a he's a big deal and he's retiring this is duke's chance to send them out on top they're so close i'm actually rooting for them to to successfully uh complete it but and now i'm rooting for him even more because it's just kind of would add an extra funny dynamic but eric church really really put the madness back into March Madness right here at the end in the final four. Well, he ticked <laughs> off a lot of people. I mean, there's a lot of fans that were excited to go to that concert. And I I don't know if I tried to look it up. I have not seen where any uh, musician or band, you know, canceled a concert because of being a fan uh, or, or to an event. <laughs> this is the first time I've heard of it. I mean, and, health reasons... Or yes, you know things like that. Somebody sick in the family, a childbirth. Yeah, or they got sick, can't sing. This is a big deal. I mean, he had to. He, I mean, think about what kind of fan he has to be to take a chance of getting such negative press that it doesn't affect the rest of his tour. He must right. really be confident that his his church choir, as he calls them, is going to come anyway. He's got to be confident that they've got his back. And, you know, maybe they will in, in other cities. I'd love to see, can't wait to see if on his next tour, he schedules San Antonio again and then see what kind of response he gets for that. But, you know, there's some big financial implications for some people. Oh. Obviously, if you live in San Antonio, you bought tickets to it, they get canceled, you get your money back. And and usually that's, that, you know, oh man, now I have nothing to do on Saturday. I guess I'll watch basketball. And... But oh, apparently people were saying TV and right. put a picture apparently, of Eric Church on your wall. And every time exactly North Carolina scores, you throw a dart at it. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, some people were saying like they may have traveled to San Antonio to try and make a weekend of it. Oh, I'm know. sure. From around Texas. Yeah. Absolutely. Texas people from smaller towns who don't make a ton of money or and, it, and it's a big trip to the city. Right. And they don't get that concert experience in the small towns. You got to go to the city to get them. You know, they may have reservations, Airbnbs, hotels, car rentals, flights that maybe they can't cancel. And that's a big financial commitment that they may have made to attend the concert. Yeah, that's that's a bummer. That's tough. That is. There's a (laughs) lot of people that have been affected by this this fandom, which brings up uh, how much money and how much how many eyes are looking at this NCAA tournament tournament every year. 
and you didn't fill out a bracket. I, like I mentioned, I filled out five and I might as well just donated. I mean, it was only $50 total. It was $10 a bracket, I think for each one I filled out, but still that's $50 that could go somewhere else. And it's basically just, uh, throwing it in there. I have a text chain with many friends, uh, that are good buddies of mine forever for like the last 20 some years. And they're all really big gamblers. They're guys that, that love to bet on sports and it doesn't matter what it is, but especially the NCAA tournament, they, our, our thread was going crazy with all the different bets. I am not to that level. I don't like to gamble on that. First of all, it's really, my wife doesn't like it. So, you know, there's that. I do, I do gamble on the occasional uh, NFL game or college game football, but I don't know anything about basketball. I don't do anything like that. But I seem to be kind of in the minority because last year, between legal wagering, illegal wagering, uh, off sports or offshore betting, uh, online sports books, inner office pools, and then, you know, even you're wagering with your cousin, uh, according to Odd Shark, that's oddshark.com, which is a big betting and gambling site, over $10 billion was wagered that's in a lot 2021. Of money. That's a lot of money. Billion. Can do a lot with that money. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That is a lot of money. Vegas and... isn't there because people win. Right. <laughs> <laughs> there are not people that put up these sites and do gambling sites because the public wins. Yeah. And now they have gambling apps, some of the yeah. the big players, MGM, Absolutely. those kinds of things, where depending on the state that you live in, you can't here in California, you might be able to access their, well, not yet, yeah. You may be able to access their sports book and place your bets online, yeah. which could make it easier to bet, which can increase the number of the betting that goes on. I, I I don't I don't particularly like to gamble. I go to Vegas when I used to go. I don't go anymore. But when I used to go, I didn't really gamble. I did enjoy sports betting. So I did go to the sports book uh, when I went there because that was where you can do the betting and find out what Champions League game was playing because it started at three or four in the morning and you can watch it with like a crowd of people and bet, you know, ten, twenty dollars on the fun. game. It yeah. really does. There, I remember. Uh, I've done it many times, but one in particular, we were at a uh, Vegas uh, baseball tournament for my son, and we had the morning, uh, the morning bracket. So we were lucky that our games were over by noon. So there was a couple dads and I that went to the sports book uh, at about one thirty. And we didn't leave until about eight o'clock that night when all the, the football games were done. It happened to be a Saturday. So there was college football going on. It was a blast, but that's, you know, it's fun because you get caught up in the moment. You hear people yeah. screaming, you're high-fiving, you're having a couple libations. Uh, it, and, and it's a lot of fun. Um, but, you know, the whole at-home sports betting, it does make it more interesting to watch the games, but it can also bring on a lot of anxiety uh, because if yeah. you're gambling money that you don't really have, uh, that's a problem. You know, we keep bringing up budget, but that's a problem for your finances. Yeah. 
It can definitely be a problem. Gambling can be a problem. It does make it exciting. You know, I was in Vegas for the 2010 World Cup final where Spain won and, and the semifinals and the finals. And it was so much fun being around the atmosphere. What time do you have to get up to watch that? Uh, the World Cup that year, it wasn't that bad. It was like eight or nine in the morning. Uh, <laughs> and drinking at eight or nine in the morning? <laughs> it was Vegas, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's no, there's no clock. You, were, you weren't the only ones. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> but it, you know, it made it like a whole nother level, especially with no team in, like our teams weren't, the U.S. was not in the finals. Um, oh, newsflash, though, the U.S. will be in the World Cup this upcoming World Cup in Qatar, they qualified last night by losing only two to zero or three to zero. But anyways, they so qualified. So the U.S. is in. U.S. is in. Um, kind all of backed right. into it, but all they had to do last night was not lose by six or more goals, um, and they succeeded. So who did they lose you to? Know, uh, Costa Rica. Oh, the powerhouse of the powerhouse of, of the powerhouse of Concacaf. <laughs> okay, but it, but you know, it, any team having, can beat any team at any time. Yeah, especially totally. at home. Exactly. Um, so you know, it, it it just made the game more exciting. But gambling can be a problem for for some people. I don't think it's easy for people to catch, like a lot of other things. Uh, you know, like spending too much on debt, like drinking, like anything else. The person who's has the issue isn't always going to pick up on it right away um and and but if, if gambling is becoming a problem or if you think that you're having a, a gambling problem or maybe you know someone who is and you want to try and help them out there is a a 24-hour hotline that people can call so we did want to share that um, it's part of the national council on problem gambling um and it's one 800 522-4700, or you can visit their website and do an online chat, uh, which is ncp ncpg or ncpgambling.org slash chat. Uh, apparently, I don't know how to read. NCP or you can even text them. Yeah, and you can text them also, 1-800-522-4700. Um, so there is a, a helpline there if if gambling is an issue um, or, or you feel that it might be uh, just, just kind of ask talk the to someone. question. If you think so, if you're starting to feel guilty about it, if you're feeling guilty that you've lost, you're feeling guilty that you want to gamble all the time, then that's when you start to ask questions of whether it's a problem or not. Obviously, if you're losing money that you don't have, and it's money that's supposed to go towards other things that wasn't budgeted for, like entertainment in general, we need to budget for, Gambling can be and is a form of entertainment, but if it's something where you are trying to rob Peter to pay Paul, so to speak, and you're taking money from other places in your budget to cover that gambling, that is something you might want to take a look at. Yeah. And we so, see it. We see yeah. people's, but you know, families that are torn apart by it. Uh, they, their spouse doesn't under, doesn't know, doesn't understand that he's been gambling yeah. or she's been gambling, and they don't know where the money's going because they know how much money they make, um, or that he had to come to them to ask family for help because he gambled illegally and he owes a bookie, which can be very dangerous, especially if you're betting illegally uh, and you're betting with people that you don't really know. That that's an issue. Yeah. 
So definitely look for help. If you if you just think that there might be an issue, look for help and don't let it become a a bigger potential uh, financial catastrophe. You know, I never uh, bet on my on my teams though. You what? I never bet you, on my teams. Oh, you don't? No, I never bet. So like my wife because went the to Florida State. Enough? My wife went to Florida State. So we are big. It's a big Seminoles fan uh, house here. And uh, I just, I don't bet on them because my wife thinks that if I bet on them, they automatically are going to lose. So <laughs> I have to stay away from that. I, 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 it's exciting enough because they are actually a team. Now, when right. it's other games and other teams that I really don't care about or root for, then it's a little bit more fun. But it does, it makes my, my wife roll her eyes. She gets fr- she's frustrated sometimes. So, so going back to, to the concert with Eric Church, what's your opinion on it? Um, um, boy, I, as a fan of I him. don't, he's a professional. Um, in my opinion, you're an entertainer. You're a professional. Uh, the, the public pays for the, the life that you live. Uh, you have a great, he has a great talent. He's really good. Uh, but he is backing out of a contract uh, that, you know, I know he's a big fan um, and maybe he should have put up screens and stuff to have it on there while he's playing, doing something to where he can follow it. But I, I, as a professional, I think that it's kind of bad form. Uh, That's just my feeling. That doesn't make me like him less. That doesn't make me not want to listen to his music but I would be really, really upset if you were one I of those had fans. Those, talk- those tickets. Yeah. So <laughs> I agree with you, but I'm going to play devil's advocate because I told my wife about this and she was like, that is ridiculous. Um, <laughs> so I was like, let me play devil's advocate. Is he allowed to take a day off? I, there's obviously better reasons. He and could if have this lied. Some I mean, that's why I don't really. Yeah, you know, he, he could have lied, said that his somebody he, in his family was sick or he's not feeling good. Or, yeah, but then you catch him at the game. You know, the cameras are going to see him at the game. Is he going um, to the game or is he just watching it from home? No, he's going to the game. Oh, he is. Yeah, the cameras would have caught him. Yeah, so he had to be honest. <laughs> yeah, but you know, he even put on there, you know, as a lifelong Carolina fan, and he is a big Carolina fan. I think his second album was actually titled yes. Carolina. One of his um, best songs. Really good. I really enjoyed that one. Um, and yeah. you know, I still play that one. But he put on there, um, you know, through his message through Ticketmaster to everyone who purchased, um, that is, this is all, quote, this is also the most selfish thing I've ever asked the choir to do, to give up your Saturday night plans with us so that I can have this moment with my family and sports community. Yeah, like I said, I, I, if I were the person that had the ticket, I'd be probably frustrated and upset, especially if I had made plans to travel there and made a, a little getaway around it. Right. Uh, you know, because you're going to San Antonio. So you get to go to the Riverwalk and yeah. you get to go Maybe see. check out the Alamo. You go see the Alamo. And believe me, you can do that in, <laughs> in all of a couple hours. Minutes. Yeah. <laughs> a couple hours. You do the Riverwalk with dinner. And the Alamo in within a Be careful though, you can get pickpocketed there. I I did. Oh yeah, your cell phone. My cell phone was pickpocketed <laughs> and walked around San Antonio for I never got that phone back. <laughs> Brad Pagano is laughing right now. You can you can I hear it. <laughs> and he hears this, he's gonna be like, Oh, I remember. Um Of course he remembers. <laughs> I went running home and I got on my my laptop and I was watching, you know, find my iPhone. 
I was yeah. watching my phone going through the city, and then I showed this cabbie where it was, and he goes, oh, you don't want to go there. I said, okay. <laughs> so that's gone, so that I blew the up end the, of the phone. Search. Yeah. <laughs> you know what else I was thinking? I don't know how it works. Um, what if you bought tickets, sold out, can't make it, or you decide you're trying to make a profit off of it, sold them on StubHub, Ticketmaster, wherever, yeah. and now that's and you spent the money that the profit that you made by reselling those tickets that's too bad you you owe now you're out of luck because yeah, you have to refund the one of those sites you have to refund right um you had to refund them you'll get refunded the lesser amount from Ticketmaster. now it's a big mess correct um you know and and I that, if you get those fees back when you get i don't know if you back. get the fees back yeah <laughs> And 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 then I, you, if, I would hope you get the Ticketmaster fees. I would hope he bites the bullet on that and takes the hit. That's what I was going to ask. And refunds Does he pay the, for the fees. He should. Um, I don't think it's the responsibility of the consumer or even Ticketmaster. Normally, I I like to really. I'm not a huge fan of Ticketmaster all the time, but it, it shouldn't be. This isn't their fault. He should take the complete financial responsibility, and it shouldn't fall on the consumers, and it shouldn't even fall on Ticketmaster because. This was out of their control. But think of like, oh gosh, now that I'm thinking about it, it makes it even worse. The the concessions that were purchased that were set up to go, the people who were set up to work the concert, yeah. the you know, the venue, the parking, the the businesses that were all set up ready to increase demand for like the increase increased foot traffic. Like I went to the um Garth Brooks concert here in San Diego. Uh, a few weeks ago, at Petco, last month at Petco, downtown was a madhouse. There was just the restaurants were out the door. There was no parking. I parked like eighth and E way out in the boonies, um, and, and that was a lot of money being brought into the the economy yeah. of the area. You know, you bring all that money that was going to be poured into that area in San Antonio. Now it's not there, you know, and, and restaurants know that the crowd's coming. They may have ordered more stuff. They may have better prepared to for bigger crowds, more staff. Okay, but you're right. It gets He's even, not it gets even worse. But yes. No, <laughs> but you're right. it was right. a sold out concert. There's many, many, many people that are affected by his decision. Yeah. I know he's not Garth Brooks, I wonder but it was, still a, it was still promoter, a sold out concert. I wonder if the promoter's really upset. Probably. Oh, I would imagine. But I mean, I guess he's Eric Church. But yeah, I. It's it just a new goes March to madness. show what people will do for, for, when you're a fan of something. Yeah, I, I mean, if you you've got to be a really big fan. I I don't think I I I could do it. But then again, I'm not in his shoes, so right. um, I don't I don't begrudge him. I don't I don't dislike him more. But I don't think that that was the right thing to do. Because it does. Again, we just discussed it. It affects so many people financially. Yeah. And I think it would be a different story if you were one of those people who had tickets and had made the plans. That might make it where it's like, you know what? I can't. I, I, not anymore. Yeah. Uh, I definitely I definitely think it, it would. If you also gamble, you think that there might be a problem, go to the NCPG, the National Council on Problem Gambling at one 800 522 4700 that number again 1-800-522-4700 or you can go to ncpgambling.org forward slash chat and if you want to text them 
1-800-522-4700. So basically, you can text or call the same number. I know. I realized that after the first time. But well, and you know you can it, it it's it's helpful and it may just, you know, make a difference if if you just pick up the phone and give them a call if if gambling has become an issue. At least if even if you think it or if it you has, think it is. Yeah. yeah. And and if it is then it's better to be forward thinking before uh, things are really bad uh, when you, you're trying to take out loans to service your gambling debts. Uh, that That is never a good thing. But with that, Phil, um, as always, we love people to give us the old five-star rating. We love people to download us and tell a friend about Talk Wealth to Me. Absolutely. So who's winning the game, Chase? Uh, I'm going to go with Duke. Duke? Yep. Duke to win it all for me. I think Duke's going to win it all. I think Shushevsky. It's just, it's, it's something he would do.